Hey, everybody. Welcome to Trashy Divorces, Trashy Breakups Midweek Edition. I'm Alicia. <laughs> My name is Stacy, and uh, we are here. We have more royal news. We have covered royals from many, many different countries, but we you have. are bringing us a brand new country into our Trashy Divorces lexicon today, Stacey. I mean, it's an old country. Let's... Oh, yeah, not... <laughs> We've made it up. Congratulations, Spain. (laughs) Check your headlines. No, we have not covered any royalty from Spain yet. This is true. Um, Yes, Alicia, in the run of this show, there's just been a real dearth of Spanish princess stories. So today we're going to take an important step in rectifying that particular oversight. First of all, I don't think I had really realized that Spain still had an intact monarchy my knowledge of Spanish history is kind of hazy, but I was under the impression that Ernest Hemingway won the Spanish Civil War. That's correct. 100%. Installed Francisco yep. Franco. Yeah. And then poof, democracy. But it turns out... <laughs> that was not actually what happened. That is not how it went down. <laughs> Ernest Hemingway, it turns out, <laughs> did not win the Spanish Civil War. And in fact, I don't think he even fought in it. I think he was covering it for a news service. He did some fighting in it. Did he? Okay. Yeah, he absolutely did. He did an enormous amount of... Fundraising as well as press. Okay. This is with his third wife, I think if so. I'm not mistaken, Martha Gellhorn. Right. I this think is he... post-Pauline. Yeah, I think he left Pauline to go to Spain anyway. To fight in a war. He did actually do some fighting, okay. but I don't think this is a story about Ernest Hemingway. It's really not. Go it's... back and see that trashy divorce. We've covered him. Mm-hmm. We have. So anyway, Ernest Hemingway did not... When the Spanish Civil War, news to me, it was Franco the whole time. And toward the end of the long dictatorship of Francisco Franco from 1939 to 1975, he restored the monarchy that had more or less been abolished in 1931. So he was succeeded in power by Prince then and became King Juan Carlos I, who was the grandson of Spain's last king, Alfonso XIII. And also is the great-grandson of another of these Austrian ladies we just love, Maria Christina of Austria, the powerhouse dynasty of royal wife exports. Fantastic. Yeah, like she would be related to Marie Antoinette. She would be related to Napoleon's wife. Anyway, Juan Carlos I established a constitutional monarchy and was apparently quite well-loved, at least until a bunch of scandals enveloped him and his entire family. It's a scandal it will get you every yeah. time. Yeah. So that family includes his wife, who was Princess Sophia of Greece and Denmark, because they are... Anyway, when they married in 1962, she obviously would become Queen Sophia of Spain. And the three children who followed, who were Elena, Christina, and Felipe... Though Felipe is the youngest, succession rules favor the male heir. So when Juan Carlos abdicated the throne in 2014 after an elephant hunting scandal, what? More on that in a moment. Felipe became King Felipe VI with his sisters styled Infanta Elena and Infanta Cristina. Infanta in this instance are comparable to prince and princess. Right. So The long reign of Juan Carlos I was generally a popular one, helped certainly by the fact that his role was largely ceremonial instead of partisan, so the democratic process played out in Spain's parliament, and the king was sort of the public face for a modernizing, liberalizing Spain. 
Things took a turn around the time of the financial crisis in 0809 and the Great Recession that followed, which hit Spain super hard. We're talking like a quarter of the population was unemployed. Oh, wow. And among younger workers, it was like 50%. Yikes. It, it was misery. It was devastating. Then in April 2012, as the recession ground on and ground the people of Spain down, the king of Spain, age 74, reportedly fell in a park in Botswana and had to, in effect, be airlifted back to Madrid for surgery on his hip. The Spanish press, which was normally pretty deferential to the royal family, threw itself into this story, dredging up pictures of Juan Carlos with a hunting guide standing in front of an elephant they had just shot. Nope. The price tag for the trip was pegged at 44,000 euros, which <sighs> is nearly twice the average annual salary of Spaniards. Holy cats! The Botswana accident also happened just days after Juan Carlos's 13-year-old grandson had shot himself in the foot no. while hunting in Spain, also requiring surgery. Juan Carlos. <laughs> News reports noted that it was illegal for a 13-year-old to handle the type of rifle he was using. The public was outraged in a bunch of different ways. There was the simple fact of these lavish, expensive trips during a time of widespread suffering. There was outrage about killing something as majestic as an elephant. And there was outrage at the apparent out-of-touchness of Spain's elites. Meanwhile, trouble was brewing for Infanta Cristina and her husband, former professional handball player. Yes, that's apparently... What? A thing. You can be a professional handball player? In Spain. Interesting. In Spain. I I feel like the jokes write themselves on that whole sport. But he was, I think, part of like the Spanish national team. So I guess elsewhere in the world, handball. What do I know? Yeah. Handball. I just hear our good friend in Australia delighting <laughs> this concept. So her husband is former professional handball player Inaki Ordangaran. Okay. And their formal titles at this time were the Duke and Duchess of Palma. Oh, fancy. Very, it's sort of Shakespearean, although I think his was mostly Parma. Is that right? Like the cheese? In late 2011, the Duke of Parma, in this instance, was accused by anti-corruption investigators of financial crimes. Oh, my God. Related to a nonprofit that he controlled. In effect, he was accused of soliciting business from various, like, we would call it state and local governments. I'm not sure how that maps, but regional, municipal governments in Spain. So this is Spanish grift. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was... Work either that was never performed or was overbilled or was just, just oversold in its effect. It, it's a, his nonprofit, I think, hosts sporting events and uses like sporting and tourism to promote places. Anyway, he was accused of stealing about 6 million euros uh, from these various Six million. entities with much of that money being kicked into his personal bank accounts in Belize and the United Kingdom. That is not an insignificant sum. No, no, it is not. Um, this might be, before we get into the deets of this scandal, yeah, this might be a good time to pause and then we will talk about all of this brewing bad. Let's take a quick break. We'll see you on the flip, y'all. Hey, Trash Pandas. When you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and 
I don't know, exposing official corruption, all in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia. It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project, an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So in light of all that, I think you can see why an expensive and disastrous April 2012 big game hunting trip might set off some alarm bells. Why would you? Among the Spanish public. Who is doing your PR? (laughs) But wait, there's more. So a year later, after the the elephant hunting debacle in April of 2013, Infanta Cristina herself was formally named as a suspect in this corruption probe. And in early 2014, she was charged with tax fraud and money laundering. By then, she had moved to Geneva with the couple's children, although Inaki, the Duke of Parma, had remained in Barcelona, where he was facing trial. Oh, my. Oh, my. Not surprisingly, the totality of these scandals was taking a toll on the institution of the monarchy itself. What about the institution of the marriage? Yikes. Uh, And in June of 2014, Juan Carlos I of Spain formally abdicated the throne in favor of his son Felipe, becoming the fourth European monarch to abdicate in 2013 and 2014, following Pope Benedict, Queen Beatrix of the Netherlands, and King Albert II of Belgium. All of them had bailed in 2013 in favor of, you know, younger, I guess in Benedict's case, we're not talking a giant age gap, but, (laughs) and Juan Carlos himself, like he, you know, obviously was asked why he was abdicating. And he said something like, well, we don't want Felipe to wither like Charles has. No. (laughs) It was a little, little zingy. Who is doing your PR? Well, as a PR move, the abdication worked. The public mood that had so soured on this apparently fairly corrupt family at the top suddenly really lightened, and pollsters found the public generally remembering Juan Carlos's reign fondly and feeling very optimistic about the reign of King Felipe VI. Okay, so how'd Felipe do? Well, what do you do when you have a sister like Infanta Cristina? Oh, no. Yeah. A week after he took the throne, a week after he took the throne... Another judge signed off on the charges against her, and in November, the High Court of Palma de Mallorca found that while the tax fraud charges had merit, the money laundering charge was probably not quite substantial enough, so they threw that out. Meanwhile, Inaki, her husband, was still fully swept up in all of this, so Felipe had to do some quick thinking. (laughs) 
<laughs> so in 2015, as punishment for these shenanigans and crimes, Felipe stripped his sister of her title as Duchess of Palma, though she remained sixth in line of succession and her title of Infanta remained. It's so strange, princess. Okay, she's still a princess. At trial in 2016, she took the stand and essentially just put it all on her husband. How did I miss out on all of this international trash? Right. This is fascinating. I, yeah. Um, she insisted that it was Zanaki who handled all of the couple's finances, and she was too busy with their four kids to know about that stuff, which was boring anyway, so she never asked about it. I'm the Duchess of Palma, for goodness sakes. I have other things to do. This worked. Oh, wow. <laughs> For her, anyway. And she was acquitted at the end of the trial in February of 2017. Wow. Inaki was not so lucky, ending up convicted and sentenced to more than six years in prison. That was later reduced to more than five years in prison. But in 2021, he was allowed to leave prison to go live with his mother and work as a consultant at an accounting firm. And are you kidding, kidding me? me? He is a convicted financial fraudster. What accounting firm is going to hire this guy? Amazing. Henhouse looking for a rooster. <laughs> it's like they recruited him out of prison for his financial crimes. <laughs> That is a very um, weird job reference recruiting site. Right? CPA, mm -hmm. Certified Prison Accountant. Wow. Like, so strange. I can't, you know, like, there are, like, white hat hackers who... Oh, sure. Go and work for the... Go, absolutely. Maybe it's one of those situations. I'm not sure. It sounds so... Shady. Shady. Uh -huh. And so, like, oh, yeah, rich people always get, you know... Not sure if you've heard about this newfangled thing called nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> so the situation has been, for a number of months now, that Inaki was in Vitoria, Spain, in the north of Spain, while Christina and their four children live in Geneva, Switzerland. A couple of weeks ago, really delighting in his work release situation from prison, Inaki was photographed in the south of France, holding hands with a no. woman... No. Nope. No. Who is decidedly not his wife of 24 years. Not a good look. Tax fraud, embezzlement, certified public adulterer, <laughs> influence peddling, those things weren't enough to lead to a trashy breakup, but Inaki's blithe reaction to the tabloid reporters seems to have been. When asked if he was having an affair, he said, hmm, these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficulty that we will manage with the utmost tranquility and together as we have always done. The life of a professional handball player is rough. These things happen. <laughs> Days later, Infanta Christina issued a press release of her oh, own. I bet she did. <laughs> Quote, by mutual agreement, we have decided to break off our marriage. Our commitment to our children remains intact. Since this is a private decision, we ask the utmost respect of all those around us. Like the podcast, Trashy Divorces, don't focus on us for your Wednesday episode. Oh, my God. So that's, I mean, wow. they're obviously heading for a divorce, but yeah, the layers, an elephant hunting scandal. Like, Late breaking Spanish breakup news. Dude, I guess broke his hip. 
like in Botswana. And so why are you in Botswana being an 80 year old shooting elk? It's a dumb place to be, man. Well, I mean, rich guys, rich guys gonna rich guy. Oh, wow. Anyway, that's uh, whew, the last decade or so of um, Spain's political royal corruption history. I don't even know after hearing that story, what song title to put that under. We're going to have to think about that. I don't I don't think we usually do trash cans. Not for trashy breakups. This is just late breaking breakups. news. This is yeah. the late, yeah, just checking in with the royal house sitch in ye old Europe. So it turns out Spain, intact monarchy. <laughs> Not the fault of Ernest Hemingway. Not Ernest Hemingway had very little to do with any of this. Wow. And um, that's uh, that's a very trashy family. And Fanta Christina. That's a hell of a ride. We'll have our eye on that. Well done, Stacy. Thanks. Thank- yeah, the Spanish princess beat is uh... <laughs> <laughs> my new territory. It's, yeah, it's a thing. Thanks, everybody, so much for tuning in today to this episode of Trashy Breakups. We are going to be back on Sunday with two new Trashy Divorces. I'm super excited about them. We've got a really good ep coming for you this weekend. As always, thank you for your love and being part of the most amazing community ever. We dig you. We dig you so much. We never want to break up. (laughs) Until we meet again, darlings. Keep your handball clean. Keep your hearts trashy and out of safaris where you kill endangered animals. Oh my God, so disgusting. Oh my. Y'all, thanks a million. Have a tremendous week. We'll see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacey and Alicia with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram. And definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again, everybody, for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all.